You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Thank you for joining me today. His word abides in me. I would like to ask you to maybe say that. Just say it. His word abides in me. Abide means lives there permanently, eternally. That's what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. We have been born again by the incorruptible, ever-living Word of God that abides forever. You see, friends, people can have heard a word 20, 30, 50, 80 years ago, and it comes to their conscious as if it was spoken to them that same day. Because the Word is always living and active and powerful. It never dies. It's called the incorruptible seed of the ever-living Word of God. And here in John chapter 5, verse 24, we'll start reading. Jesus says, Most assuredly I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him, the Father who sent me, has everlasting life. Do you see that Jesus shows you very sweetly and, and easily how we connect with the Father by hearing the words that have come through Christ. When we have the privilege to speak His life-giving words, it connects people with the one from whom the words come. Jesus said in John 14, I do not speak to you on my own authority. It is the Father who is in me that does the works. The words I speak to you are not of myself. It is the Father in me. And Jesus said in John 17, He said, Father, these disciples whom you have given me out of the world, they are yours. And I have given to them the words you have given me. And they have believed that what I gave them came from you and that I came from you. You see, Jesus said, if you hear the words I speak and believe in him, who's giving you these words, you have eternal life. That's what brings you into this new life, okay? And you need to know you have this life. John teaches this in his first letter. Read those five little chapters of 1 John. They are so full of glory and life. Oh, my goodness. And he shows you there that we have this life because we have the living word in us, the life-giving word. Surely I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment because he has already passed from death into life. Even though I live in this body of death, yet I already am living in the new life because that new life is manifesting in this earthen vessel, so that the glory of the power of the life I live is not of myself, it is for my Father by whom, who has given me the new birth into his family. And then verse 25, Most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, 
when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. What is the hearing? I've discussed that with you yesterday. It is the Word living in your heart. Faith comes by hearing, but hearing by the Word, it says in Romans 10, 17. You have the hearing because the Word is alive in you. It is spirit life in you. And when the Spirit, God, who is Spirit, speaks, your spirit connects with it because your spirit is alive by the Word of God. And you worship God in spirit and truth. That's simply what that means, friends. It's so simple. Look at verse 37. Jesus said, The Father himself who sent me has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. You do not have his word abiding in you because whom he sent, him you do not believe. Even though you search the scriptures, from them you think you have eternal life. These are they which testify of me, but you're not willing to come to me that you may have life. Do you see this? So Jesus is saying to them, the reason you and I are not connecting is because the word is not alive in you. If you say, Pastor Robert, I believe in Jesus. I just don't connect with him. I, I believe because I was raised in it and... And, 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 I, and I, can't, I can't say I don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I do, but I don't connect. Why don't I connect? Why do I not get this connection that I see other people have? Because you need to let His Word come into your heart. That's why you listen to preaching. That's why you read the Bible. And come on now, folks. If, you know, you know this, if you eat a meal, right, and you eat it, you don't instantly feel the energy that can take half an hour or something or even longer. And the same is true. The Word is sown into your heart and it begins to germinate as you begin to think on it and you begin to reason and meditate and it begins to grow in you and then it develops into this strength by which you connect with God. It's by which you connect with God. It begins to live in you, abide in you, make its permanent home inside of you. In Philippians, I'll read to you from the Empire, Amplified translation here in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Oh, how I love these words here in the Amplified. I really love this. I just, it just connects with me. Listen, therefore, my dear ones, as you've always obeyed my suggestions, so now, not only with the enthusiasm you would show in my presence, but much more because I'm absent, work out cultivate, carry out to the goal and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, listen, self-distrust, with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, by timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ, not in your own strength, for it is God who all the while effectively at work in you, energizing, creating you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. 
Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I tell you the truth. Jesus says in John chapter 6, verse 57, as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. But then he says in verse 35, anyone who comes to me will never hunger, and anyone who believes in me will never thirst. You do have to keep coming, and you eventually, as the Word begins to germinate and come alive in your heart, you begin to hunger. You begin to hunger, you begin to thirst. And it's that being fed by His Word, by reading it, by praying it, by listening to it, by coming to preachers, and you listen, and you are filled with that Word, you become, it becomes more life in you, more active in you. That is true with anything, you know that. My muscle, I mean, it's there, but if I never use it, it won't have the strength that it could have if I were to use it. If you use your spiritual muscle by feeding it with the Word of God, meditating on it, being busy with it, that spiritual muscle in you becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. That is the abiding and living of God's Word in you. So let me read you here, Proverbs chapter 2, starting at verse 1, okay? My son, if you will receive my words and treasure up my commandments within you, come on, son, Stop what you're doing for a moment and listen. Come on, son. That's what the Heavenly Father is saying to you. Come on, daughter. Stop being busy with everything else for a moment and listen to me. Listen to me. Treasure what I'm saying to you. Make your ear attentive to skillful and godly wisdom, inclining and directing your heart and mind to understanding and applying all, with all your powers, the quest of it. Yes, if you cry out for insight, raise your voice for understanding. If you seek wisdom as for silver and search for skillful and godly wisdom as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the reverent, worshipful fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of the only true living God. If you come and search for it, for the Lord will give you skillful and godly wisdom, and from His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. You see, friends, for us to have the Word living and abiding in us, we need to do our part. We need to do our part in coming to the Lord. Let me just go ahead and read this from Psalm 143, verse 6. 143, verse 6. I spread forth my hands to you. My soul, says David here, trust, thirsts after you. I spread forth my hands to you. My soul thirsts after you like a thirsty land for water. Selah. Pause. Calmly think of this. I, Father, 
I raise my hands to you. Oh, Lord. Oh, I feel empty inside. I don't feel the word alive and active in me, Lord. I don't feel the connection. I don't have the hearing. But, oh, God, I spread up my hands to you. And I thank you for your word, living and active and powerful and abiding in me and my friends like a fountain. It will begin to spring up in you if you just do what the scripture says. Answer me speedily, O Lord, for my spirit fails. Hide not your face from me, lest I become like those who go down to the pit of the grave. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning. For on you I lean, and in you I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my inner self to you. Oh, my goodness. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning. For on you do I lean, and in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my inner self to you. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. I flee to you to hide me. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me into a level country and into a land of uprightness. Save my life, O Lord, for your namesake, in your righteousness. Bring my life out of trouble, Lord, and free me from the distress I'm in. Take those Psalms, Psalm 143. Take it lastly. Oh, I, I, I shouldn't go there really because it is so rich. Psalm 119. I love this statement in verse 94. I'm yours, Lord. Save me. Oh, I love that statement. I'm yours, Father. Save me. I can't hear you. I don't feel your word in me. Oh, Lord, I'm yours. Save me. And one, the life of the word that's living in there will begin to spring up in you. How sweet, verse 103, are your words to my taste, sweeter than the honey to my mouth. I get understanding, Lord. Therefore, I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119, verse 107. I'm sorely afflicted, Lord. Renew and quicken me. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Verse 116. Uphold me according to your promises that I may live. Let me not be put to shame. O Lord, I hope in you. Verse 124. Deal with your servant according to your mercy and loving kindness. I'm your servant, Lord. Give me understanding and discernment and comprehension. Verse 130. The entrance and unfolding of your word gives light. Therefore, unfolding, give understanding, discernment, comprehension to me, Lord. Look upon me. Verse 132. Be merciful unto me. Show me favor, as is your way with those who love your name. Let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Make your face shine with pleasure upon your servant and teach me. Teach me, Lord. Your word is so pure, Lord, tried and well refined. Therefore, your servant loves it. Give me understanding and I shall live. Give me discernment and comprehension and I shall not die. I cry to you to save me that I may 
keep your testimonies, hearing, receiving, loving, and obeying them seven times a day and all day long do I praise you because of your righteousness. Great peace have all of those who love your law. Nothing by any means shall offend them. And I could go on and on. You know, I just was reading to you some of my underlying scriptures, friends. Take the Psalms. Take Psalm 119, take Psalm 143, Psalm 145, and I guarantee the fountain will spring up inside of you with renewed and refreshing life power, and you will know the Word is alive in you, it abides in you. Amen? Have a good day.